Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It is Monday. September 25th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. And welcome back to the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. How welcome was your weekend, Shauna? Uh, it was great. Super busy, but lots of fun things. I went to Cirque du Soleil Saturday, which was great. Our band played a band gig uh, Saturday night at Trolley 5, which was awesome. Um, saw some friends that were in town, watched the Blue Jays, all kinds of Nice. Stuff, yeah. What about you? Uh, watched a lot of Bay of Bo's baseball again. Yeah. Yeah, it was, but it was absolutely perfect here this weekend. It was, it was like the nicest fall weather you could ask for. Yep. And then I was in bed by like 9.30 both nights, oh, Friday and Saturday. Great. I'm feeling so refreshed, yeah. ready to tackle the week. Right um, on. You know, like, I'm sure it's the same for you, Shauna, but sometimes, like, on a Sunday night, I'll look at all the ideas I have for the show, and some some weeks it's like, uh-oh, it's looking pretty thin. Mm. Gonna be a long week. Yeah. Although this week I was looking, and I was like, I'm gonna have more good stuff than places to put it. So Sweet. So that makes for a good week of shows. Totally. And an easy week for me as well. Yeah, right. I'm actually, uh, after the show today, I'm going to help out a, a, a very loyal Venus head, friend of the show, Boy Courtney. He runs a granite company. Yeah. He's like, I'm short on guys this week. Would you like to come work for me? I said, sure. That's all. Got nothing going on. My kids are in school. McKenna's working. Sweet. I'll come move some granite with you. It's man's work right there. There you go. That is man's work for sure. <laughs> go do some, get these soft radio hands out there and do some man's work. That's good. That's good. <laughs> work on those hands. <laughs> on today's show, we're going to talk about a type of Barbie that Shauna thinks they need to introduce. Mm-hmm. A friend of ours had his car, quote-unquote, stolen over the weekend, and this turned out to be a hilarious story. Uh, Whether you'd live in a murder house or not, and what circumstances would have to be in place for you to live in a murder house, and the industry with the most complaints. You know what it is? That's up after your out-of-context clip of the show. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was at the grocery store yesterday, and as I, as I was leaving, I was trying to pick up my bag, and I had one of those big reusable ones, and I was like, oh, lordy, why? It was because it was so heavy. And as I said that, uh, the clerk looked at me and was like, I know, groceries are just so expensive right now. And I was like, well, actually, I was referring to the weight of my bag, but yes, that's also a reason to uh, say, oh, lordy, why? I thought you were talking about the, the yeah. bill. Yeah, and it got me thinking, and I was like, these poor clerks, they, with every single person who goes oh, through the man. grocery line, they probably get somebody saying something to them about how expensive everything is, right? Like, Yeah, and you would see people like struggling to, oh, yeah. to pay for their groceries and stuff. It would be awful. Complaining about it. Uh, and, and everyone would be complaining, and of course, I, I feel for the clerks, it's not their it's not fault. The clerk's fault. They are also paying those grocery they prices. They sure it's are. Not like they get some secret deal on anything. Mm-mm. They're paying the same as the rest of us. But so. they, of course, are the face that has to face people oh, when they're paying these outrageous costs and yeah. I was like no no I swear it wasn't nope nope not making that statement I used to work at a grocery store and it, it was an okay job I just 
I always thought that like nobody wanted to be there. You know, nobody enjoys grocery shopping. It was a chore. So people funny, weren't in, like I the, kind of like grocery shopping. I kind of do too, but most people weren't in a great Fair. mood coming through. And I'm sure it's much, much worse right now. Right? I can't imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably not a happy place to be. No, no. And I can't imagine the same old comments you probably get over and over yeah. and over that you got to deal with right now. Just, oh, it's oh, so... It's robbery. Yeah. This is a, yeah, exactly. You got me thinking though. I was like... What would be the industry that people complain about the most? Oh, okay. I thought about this because I was like, I mean, right now I'd feel like groceries would be up there, be but up there. in the grand scheme of things, I was curious. I was like, I wonder what the industry is that deals with the most complaints. So I found some lists and I thought maybe I'd toss this to you and see if you can guess any of these on the list. My guess would be that airlines would be pretty high. This is what I thought, and they are not really? on this list. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out why. Because like... If- Air travelers seem to be some of the most entitled people in the world, right? And I sort of get it. You pay a lot of money, right? Yep. And But it's just like the slightest inconvenience in there. It's like, ah, well, of course. You know, I'm going on Twitter to let WestJet know what I think about this. And, but like, what I wonder is not everybody can afford to fly. So I'm wondering if that brings it down in terms of complaints. Uh, you know okay. what I mean? Like if you're thinking universally, there's probably a lot of people who, the people who do complain, very loud, okay? Uh, but very entitled. Very yeah. entitled. But yeah, not as many as maybe other industries. Wow. Okay. That was, I was certain I'd be a shoe in. So if not air travel, then what? So auto dealers Uh, are number one. New auto dealers are number one. This is odd because right after that is newspapers. Okay. Yeah, I guess if they don't like what you're, I mean, media in general probably takes lots of heat, right? Yep. But they said a lot of it is not only just the newspapers themselves, but also trying to, um, like complaining about your missed newspaper all the time, trying to cancel newspapers these days. That's not happening very well. So a lot of complaints about newspapers. With regards to auto dealers, one person messaged the show one time and told us that they worked in the service department Mm -hmm. and they said the mood difference between the customers in the, on, on like the sales side and the service side is night and day because I imagine. the sales side people are excited they're getting yeah. their new car on the service side you have to tell them that they owe there's a big repair right there's they one owe. day of joy when you <laughs> drive off the lot in your nice new vehicle and then after that i'm sure things go downhill and then you come back to the service department where it's not nearly as happy that's it uh, right after newspapers is used cars okay. auto dealers right up there as well property management Oh, yeah. Makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah. Uh, banks. Yep. Yeah. And then auto repairs and services. So the third version of all of this is going in there. Uh, and then construction or remodeling. Here's another one that's on the list. Plumbers. Plumbers. Plumbers get a lot of complaints. Really? Which I find shocking. I'm like, why? Is it because it's expensive to call a plumber and Perhaps. usually it's like, it's a problem? Yeah, I guess so. People, again, it's, it's probably a fairly serious, yeah. serious problem they have to deal with when the plumber rolls in. So... <laughs> I was a plumber. I'd be like, don't get mad at me. This was your butt that did this. That's exactly what are you mad at me <laughs> yeah, for? Yeah, you nasty butt. <laughs> yeah. Beckler and Shauna podcast. Got sent some Vancouver softness from friend of the show, Heather. Perfect. Heather lives out that way, and she keeps us informed on the soft things she sees. Yes, it's She's always kinda, great to know. We have a mole out there. We do. It's Heather. Yeah. Uh, so she sent this post about this dog, Simon, who... I'm going to get the Vancouver soft music yes, on him. Yes, please. Simon just received his seventh merit badge. Was it good for Simon? So Simon's a working dog and he's nice. doing a great job. It sounds like he might be involved in lifeguarding or water rescue or something like that because his merits were for two things. Beach bravery. It's good for Simon. That's yep, great. That's good. Yeah. Uh, and quote, a deep reverence for the ocean. And to mm. that, I was like, what the frig? <laughs> a deep reverence for the ocean. He's a dog. I, we, I, yeah. How do we know that he 
We don't. Hmm. Simon probably pees in the ocean. You yeah. know, we don't know. Yeah, you're you're just assuming. He can't. He has a deep reference for the ocean. How do you? Yeah. How do you? Mm. Do dogs Did he communicate have that a deep you? reference for anything? Yeah. Like, it's, or is that an emotion they're capable of feeling? Reverence. It, it's funny you mention this because there was a headline this morning that killed me, and the the headline was. Tiny bobcat kitten named Lee rescued in last weekend's post-tropical storm. Okay. And when I heard that, I was like, the tiny bobcat kitten's name is Lee? Like, did the bobcat tell you that this is not somebody's pet cat either where they have a name? Like, just the way that I'm like, again, we're just ascribing this name to a bobcat. He was named after the rescue, almost certainly. Tiny bobcat named Lee. You're like... It's not like someone was out there in the rubble like, Lee! Right? Lee, where Lee, are you? Lee got rescued and was like, "My name is Lee. Thank you for rescuing me." You're like, "What the heck?" Anyway, just like sorry. Simon with his deep reverence That's for the it. ocean, like, like he stands just... at the shore and he just looks out across right? the ocean, reverent. You've never seen a dog so reverent. Nope, his eyes just turned to hearts, like in cartoon. You're like, "Look at that reverence." Yes. Nope, definitely deep reverence for the ocean. For all we know, Simon... Maybe Simon's he hates the ocean. Maybe he's a big fan of the Pacific Garbage Patch. We don't know. Yeah, no idea to don't know that. Don't ask no. Yeah, strange. Don't ascribe belief to Simon, okay? Or names. Award him for his beach bravery, yes? Yes. But a deep reverence for the ocean. What's that? <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I don't know why I got thinking about this, but would you buy a house where a murder happened? Hmm... And would it? Let's say you got a significant discount on the house. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, how hot is the deal? Well, this is it. <laughs> and would it depend on the type of murder or how bad it was? Like, because you have to disclose that information, right? If there do was, you? I think you do. Maybe it depends on where you are. Okay. There's Maybe a website called Died in the Died in House. It's an American website, and oh, it'll okay. show you if any like what has happened in your house. Interesting. Because some states they don't have to disclose that. Hmm. I don't know what it's what the law is like in Canada. I actually don't know. Yeah, I thought somebody had mentioned, but you're right. It probably was maybe one place where you did have to disclose it. And if you don't, regardless, let's say you did know. Okay. So there was a house for sale, and you really liked the house, but there was a murder that happened there. Would you buy it? You know, I'm not. I don't really believe in like bad omens and stuff around a place. Yeah. Like that I McKenna wouldn't live in a place like that. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Interesting. Um, I've lived in several houses that I know for sure someone died in. Right. But it was death from natural causes. It wasn't a violent death. And that's fine. Like that wouldn't bother me. But I was I was trying to decide. I was like, I don't know if I could do it. Like if I were to save, let's say, fifty thousand bucks on a house, but there was a murder in it, I don't know if I would want to buy it. What if it, you saved more? You've seen prices out there right now, Sean? No. Well, that's it. Like I was thinking, I was like maybe hundred thousand. Maybe murder houses are our way out of this maybe housing they are. crisis. Maybe that's the next million dollar idea. Is I'll we take can, it to council. We need more murder houses. Yeah, or we can we can be the people who sell the murder houses, mm-hmm. right? Like we can. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Hey guys, we got a sweet deal. It's another murder house. Okay. Uh, this one was just one person, though. Uh, last one was two. So. <laughs> I wonder. Like, you say it depends on the type of murder. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would matter. If it was a multiple murder... Yeah. And it was, like, with kids or something, then I don't... Jeez, that would be tough. I I could not do it. Nope. Uh, Some family friends of ours lived in a house 
where they they moved out in the family that they moved in after there was like a horrific murder um with involving the kids and stuff and yeah no so to move into that house at that point then might be difficult yeah mckenna lived in i don't know if i ever told you this story but um before i met mckenna she lived in this house in, in saskatoon she lived in this basement suite and when I was growing up, there was this ad that played on TV, this public service announcement for carbon monoxide poisoning. Yep. Did I tell you this story? No. Uh, and there were th- th- like the three kids who lived in this house died from carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, so this, God. this ad would play on TV and remind people to like have a carbon monoxide detector. Make sure you're aware of that. Yep. And one day, McKenna and I, when we were together, were driving and she's like, I used to live in that house. And I was like, do you know what happened in that house? And she had no idea. She's like, I wouldn't have lived there had I known. No, nope. that's pretty tragic. Yeah, and I think it would just even, you know, you said you don't believe in omens or whatever, but like psychologically, I feel like I just couldn't do it. I feel like I'd hear things and everything would just make me go back to that moment, and I'd be like, God, I don't know if it would be worth it. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I mean, like I don't believe in that stuff, but it, you're right. Late at night, I say that here. Yes, <laughs> sitting in the in the light of day, mm-hmm. but by yourself in the house in the middle of the night, you hear a noise, and you know there had been like a terrible murder there or something. Yeah, and you're a little jumpy in the mornings and stuff, like as we know, because I have scared you a few times Correct. and you scream like a small child. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think maybe you'd. But I'm also a very cheap man. That's so true. how again, how hot of a deal am I getting? That's, okay, so that's what it really comes <laughs> down to. Here. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. A friend of ours posted this on his Instagram account uh, at the end of last week, and it's just one of the funniest things ever. So he his first post was that his vehicle had been stolen. Yes. And he had a photo of the vehicle and said, got stolen. I filed a police report. Here's the report number. If you have any information, yeah. you see this vehicle around. It's been stolen. I'm looking for it. Which is so awful. A little while later... Another post of the vehicle, again, but this time safe at his house, and he says, I forgot my my, my wife drove me to work today. Holy <laughs> crap, that's funny. So See, it's so funny because I saw the first post about his car being stolen. I did not see the follow-up post about how he actually forgot that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I can't explain it. Did you see what happened to so-and-so? Oh and you're like, yeah, he got his vehicle stolen. I was like, oh, no. Oh. No, he just Holy comes hell. out of work at the end of the day and his vehicle isn't there. And he's like, it's been stolen. <sighs> and the funniest part about this is that this could happen to anybody. Yes. Like, if you're... If you're busy, if you're distracted, maybe you're running on low sleep, you could absolutely, and when you break your routine too, yep. right? You could absolutely forget that you, you didn't drive yourself to work. And you forget, oh my God, yep. this actually did happen to a friend and I when we stayed in Banff for the weekend. We we parked her car and then when we were leaving on the Sunday, we didn't move it for the two days. And then Sunday comes around and we looked for where we thought the car was. It was not there. So we circled the block a bunch and we were looking all over for this car and couldn't find it. So we did. We called the the cops and they came to start writing up and asking some details and stuff. And then we did one more once around and found the and vehicle. Oh, no. Were the police with you? And yeah. You, oh, no. And they were just killing themselves. I think that happens there a lot more than, mm. than some other places. So luckily they just laughed at us. But honestly, yeah. I so I think they made a movie about that very situation. Right? Dude, where's my car? There it is. Yeah. This book I'm reading right now, it's a fictional book, so it's a fictional story, but there was a story in this book about a woman, uh, and again, it's just like one of those things where it's like, this could happen mm-hmm. given the right circumstances, but um, she, she said her husband would normally drive their their baby to daycare in the morning, but he had asked her to do it, and on the way to work, someone from work called, and she got distracted, missed the turn to the daycare, parked at work, yep. and went out for lunch with some 
this co-workers all the time. and then came out after her yep. shift to find that her baby had been in the car all day. Yep. And it's a, that, that this is a fictional story, but I'm like, that absolutely does happen. that, that could stuff happen. Ha- and yeah. it does. And it's awful because it, again, it's just an honest mistake, but your brain is, you're doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. We're busy. There's distractions yep. everywhere. There sure is. Well, I'm glad his car didn't get stolen after I mean, all. It's at the very least, your car is back right? in his driveway. That's good. So. Yep. <laughs> and Shauna podcast. Got a message from this friend of the show. Didn't get a name. It said, speaking of stolen cars, back in the 90s, my dad legitimately had his car stolen out of our garage. He spent forever trying to tra- rack his brain thinking of where he parked it. Uh, but it was actually stolen. So he filed the police report and all that. Police never got back to him. However, he opens the newspaper one day and sees his car and some guy getting arrested, but not for a stolen car. He knew it immediately based on some stickers in the front windshield. He had to go back to the police to tell them he found his car in the newspaper. He still has the newspaper photo framed. That's hilarious. What a coincidence, hey? Yeah. Oh, there it is. And she's like seeing the, I think that's my car. That's too funny. Have you ever sold a car? And then seen it around town? No. No, I guess because you only ever had the one car before this, yeah. right? Yeah, and I gave it to my cousin. Gifted it to him. Who lives? In Edmonton. Okay, so yeah. you haven't seen Is that car still on the road? That's a damn good question. I kept, I kept meaning to ask him, and I don't know. The old Ander- Anderson Cooper, your shit box? Yeah, my shit box. Oh. Old Silver Fox, I'm not sure. That'd be cool if it was still going. Yeah, totally. But I've sold a few cars and then, like, seen them on the road. That which is, is always weird. weird. Feeling. You're yeah. wistful. You're like, oh. We had a lot of good fine. times, that me and that car. Yeah. Uh, I never had an incident like this, but I did lose a hoodie one time. A very distinct-looking hoodie that my mom bought me in Vegas. Uh, This is when I was living with my buddies. And I was like, man, where did that hoodie go? And then months later, I saw someone comment on my friend's Facebook wall. And the girl was wearing this hoodie in her profile picture. Hilarious. And I clicked and I was like, that's my hoodie. And like, no, no one else had this hoodie, or at least around here. So I mentioned, I was like, I think I think you have my hoodie on in that photo. And she's like, oh, I got it from this mutual friend of ours who had borrowed it from me, and then she borrowed it from him. Hilarious. But I found it. It's through Facebook. If she hadn't made that her profile picture, I never would have found it. Nope. Kind of like this fellow with his car stolen, showing up on the front page. Although a car is a little bit different than a hoodie, but... A little more valuable. Same concept. A little more valuable. Mm-hmm. The Beckler and Shauna podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. We went for a drive on Saturday night just to get some ice cream, cruise around, just something to do. Yep. We were driving through all the newer neighborhoods in the, the southeast, kind of down by where we live. Um, and I was thinking, Shane Holmes builds uh, in quite a few neighborhoods down in the deep south. Yeah. They also build in Airdrie. Uh, although, the neighborhood that interests me is this one on the west edge of town, Vermilion Hill. Okay. It's kind of just south of Sutina. Yeah. And the, the the Taza shopping development there. And it's like, I think when that neighborhood's done, it's going to be absolutely beautiful. Sweet. Shane Holmes offers a few different products in Vermilion Hill. So uh, if you are looking at buying and you're looking at that part of the city or any of the other areas where Shane Holmes built, they build in about a dozen communities in Calgary and the surrounding area. Uh, you can learn more at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was watching the trailer for the new Barbie movie. And of course, all the Barbies and Kens are just beautiful in the trailer. They got me thinking about this, and I was like, now that we have all kinds of shapes and sizes of Barbies, do we have adolescent Barbie yet? Like a Barbie that has zits? Maybe one that's awkwardly lanky? We need an adolescent Barbie line here. Halfway through her growth spurt? Yes. Like that sort of Barbie? That's it. The one that yeah. has a bunch of bruises on her legs because she runs into a bunch of stuff. because she's Barbie just with bruises on her legs? Still growing into her own body. <laughs> Edmonton you know? Barbie? Yes. 
Or adolescent Barbie, she okay. She and bruises on her legs. It's Edmonton Barbie. Honestly. Well, I was shanking her. So, well. Uh, but I was thinking about this. And I was like, you should, because a lot of the times, like, people, even in the age that you're still playing with Barbies, you are getting into that phase of awkwardness, right? And you see beautiful Barbie, and you're like, that's not representing the people who are playing with those Barbies. You know what I mean? Yeah, even all the inclusive Barbies that they release and stuff. It's like, okay, so your Barbie's plus size. Yeah. She's still always good looking, right? Yeah, you're like, still, you thick, don't have acne, right? Thick you're, is hot right now. Everybody yeah. wants to be thick. You're not being real brave with that. No, you're not at all. Give us Barbie that's mostly knees. Yes, like, yes. <laughs> primarily that is honestly knees. what we need. We need Barbie with just zits covering her face. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. hair won't do what it wants to do. Honestly. She hasn't need, quite figured out makeup yet. That's like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like just, really just awkward. Yeah, like a weird mushroom cut like me when I was in preteen. Yeah, like she went for something and it didn't work it out. It didn't work out. The Cameron Diaz haircut did not look like Cameron Diaz. Instead, she's got a full mush. Like, yeah. this is the Barbie we need, okay? Awkward teenage Barbie. Super awkward teenage Barbie. The ones with, like, the weird glasses and stuff that aren't working. <laughs> the one with maybe a binder that you cover your... Your ham swammy that just comes out of nowhere, oh, you know. The, this is the male version. This is the male version. We need that <laughs> too, okay? An NR, is an NRB. He sure does. With the, with with the binder. binder. <laughs> I think you got a hit on your hands here, Sean. Accessorized <laughs> with binder. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I passed a company truck in my neighborhood uh, with a decal from another very literal business name, Shauna. Oh, perfect. We've covered yeah. a couple of these so mm-hmm. far. There was We Build Decks. Yes. What was the last one we did? I forget. Uh, cheap smokes. Cheap smokes. <laughs> cheap smokes. One of my new favorite. Just cheap smokes. That's all. That's what it is. Okay. This was very much like the first one. This company's called We Wash Windows. Oh, good. Yeah. Yep. What do they do? They wash windows. You got it, Shauna. Okay. Yep. I don't know if they're associated with We Build Decks. I'm not sure. Uh, but they're just as just, just as, as literal, literal and very right. easy to make an ad for. Do you have windows? Are they dirty? We wash windows. What do we wash? Windows. Windows is what we wash. Do you wash doors? No. Windows. What about siding? Windows. Do you wash driveways? Are you listening? Windows. My gutters need cleaning. You piece of shit. Windows. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was watching the news on the weekend, Beckler, and they played this this clip of... Prime Minister Trudeau from a couple of days ago, and I have to be honest with you, I have no idea what he said because he had a massive heater right in the center of his forehead. Oh. Like just a big old zit right in the center. And I was just like, oh my. And I looked at it and I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen any of our prime ministers with a big zit while trying to address the country like that. You know, like I don't ever recall seeing a giant heater on anybody's faces when they're trying to no. Talk about whatever it might be. No, and you I, don't see that on TV very often at all. You really don't. Or anyone really in a position of power. Because I think I would remember, because this I completely was distracted by, and I just, I honestly, I was like, I don't know what you're saying. I can, I can only see this big zit. And I was like, do they normally cover it up in makeup? But then I was like, that would also almost be worse, because then if people spotted the makeup, which sometimes you can see, and then you're like, okay, now you're trying to cover up the zit with makeup, and... You know, everybody likes to make fun of, obviously, the leaders of our country. So would that be worse? Like, But I don't know if we would know if he was wearing makeup because I'm sure I'm sure they do for all kinds of media appearances, right? True, true. Yeah. So that's probably how we're just used to seeing them. Okay. But but even like, you, there's only so much that makeup can do. Like, so I'm not, you can still see it over 
inside the makeup, right? But maybe they just have really good makeup all the time, and this time he's like, no, I'm leaving this thing raw. You're right. The wealthy and powerful don't ever seem to be stricken with that sort of thing, do they? No, they they don't. It's kind of like how they all have perfect heads of hair, too, right? None of them are ever balding. Yeah. I mean, I guess, again, you have people at your side that can make you look this way and not have to deal with these heaters. But I looked at that and I was just like, you think you're self-conscious when you get a little heater on your own face? Imagine having to address the entire country with that. You're the prime minister. Yeah. Like, I think I would postpone. (laughs) No one's even listening to what you're saying. Everyone's just... Staring, staring at, at that it? thing. Like, or you go, you just fully embrace it, right? Like, yes, and my heater will agree with this, okay? Or just right off the bat, because you know that everybody's looking at it, like, all right, we're going to get this over with yeah. first. This is the, yes, there is a giant pimple in the middle of my forehead, okay? We now have time for uh, a few questions for the Prime Minister. Keeping in mind, we already explained about the heater on yes. his forehead. <laughs> no more questions about the heater. We all see it. Actually, a moment of silence first. Everybody uh, talk. Look at it. Okay, now we'll get it. Got it out of your system. Good, good. good. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I Hello. mentioned on uh, on Friday we were going for a hike to see the larch trees. Yeah. So we did just that. Uh-huh. Uh, it was very nice. The thing is, I think we were just a touch early to get the full larch madness experience. Mm, so you larch too early. I think so. Um, the spot we went to, it was very nice. But uh, I, I, I was like, I remember it being a little more golden last year and a little more, like, spectacular. Yep. So I looked back through my photos, and sure enough, we it was October 2nd, I think, that we went to this same spot last year. And there were some nice fall colors this, this past weekend, but it, last year it was just much more, like, the whole forest was yellow. Mm-hmm. So Premature larching. Okay. Yes, we larched just a touch too early there. Okay. Well, that's good to um, know. So this is good news for anyone that was hoping to go larching. Yep. And it's still time. feels like they maybe missed the boat. You did not. You can still see the yellows. Lots of time. You can still go see the yellow leaves, everybody. It is primarily it is yellow. Not, you weren't wrong about that. but Not too late. That's good to know. We got yellows mixed in with greens right now. Yes, we do. But if you wait a week or so. They'll go all yellow. Just straight yellow. Oh, every Beautiful shade of yellow, yellow you could Beautiful possibly yellow. imagine. Uh, not unlike the forests of Lothlorien, the woodland realm, mm-hmm. um, where Galadriel and Celeborn rule. <clears throat> I knew this was coming, by the way. I was waiting for it. Yes. You got Cotton Eye Joe over there, hey? Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Please. I'm showing you. I'm Cotton Eye Joe. See, Lothlorien is protected. Its borders are protected by the magic of Galadriel's ring, Nanya. Listen to that diddle. Trying to talk over Cotton Eye Joe here. Jeez, there's a lot going on. I don't like this. Really I don't care for this. No. <laughs> I came across another type of snob on the weekend, Beckler. Yes. Uh, I believe we've talked about running snobs before. I don't think we have. Oh, we, we thought have we had. We looked into it and we didn't because okay. it seemed like it'd be an obvious one. It did. No. Um, well, this is even more niche than that. Okay. It's an Iron Man snob. No. So I came across this triathlon thread recently, and somebody commented that they were doing their first 140.6, and they were asking for tips. And the first comment was, it's an Iron Man, not a 140.6. And then somebody else said, Iron Man is a brand, not a distance. And this person said, I just won't call a 70.3 an Iron Man. That's a half Iron Man. Some people claim they compete in an Iron Man when it's only half. No self-respecting triathlete should ever do this. <laughs> and I was reading this and I'm like, oh my lordy be. Yeah, I'm sure with any 
Any activity like that, there's so much gatekeeping that goes on, hey? Yeah. Mm-mm. So Iron Man snobs, man. Wow. Yeah. They're a real thing, They're hey? a thing. Yes, Iron Man is a brand and not a distance, but I just can't refer to a 70.3 as an Iron Man. That's only half. No self-respecting triathlete should ever do this. Excuse me, you can't use the Iron Man title. You only did the half. So you're just an on man, not an iron man, okay? Mm, yes, well, there was a slight loss of elevation on the cycling portion of your triathlon, so I wouldn't say you did a full iron man. <laughs> yes, my business card now prominently displays the 140.6 after my name. It shows you have a PhD. Well, I have a 140.6. Mm, yes, well, if you didn't void your bowels into your triceps, Dude, you didn't really complete an Iron Man. I've actually officially changed my middle name to Iron Man. It's Dave Iron Man Little to you now. <laughs> oh, more bowels. Oh, my bowels. Oh, dear. Podcast. Friend of the show, Chris, sent me this video with some uh, hilarious Victorian era slang terms. Sweet. People apparently use. And he said, if anyone would appreciate this, I figured it'd be you and Shauna. Okay. Now, the way they've done this video, they've interspersed these Victorian slang terms with modern slang terms, which I, I could do without that part of it. Yeah. Okay. But the terms themselves are still really strong. You want to get into this? Yes, okay. please. Church bell, a talkative woman. That old church bell is always yapping. <laughs> Cop a mouse to get a black eye. You're about to cup a mouse. Da- <laughs> That's good. Cop. Daddles. Hands. Who's trying to catch these daddles? Fly rink. Polished bald head. Peep Grandpa's fly rink. On <laughs> a polished bald head of fly rink? That's hilarious. Oh, no, fly rink. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> got the morbs in the dumps. Can't hang tonight. I've got the morbs. So if you're feeling kind of down, you've got, got the, the morbs. morbs. That okay. would make sense. Half rats. Partially intoxicated. Bruh, that shot got me half rats. I like that one. That's hey. good. And you know, I was half, half rats. rats by then, so. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> yeah, he was half rats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sauce box. Mouth. Shut your sauce box. <laughs> sauce box. That's is my great. favorite one, I think. <laughs> yes. Shut your sauce box. Chicken right the sauce box. Oh, there. I love that. <laughs> That's great. Yep. Okay. I have to know Gas that one. pipes. Tight pants. She's got those gas pipes. <laughs> That's all gas phenomenal. For Look at the pants. gas pipes on her. She's wearing them gas pipes. That's a other great term for a butt too, actually. Yeah. Fly rink. Oh yes. Sauce box. Sauce box. Catch a mouse. Yep. Oh man. Or cup of mouse? Was it cup it was, of mouse? Was it cup of mouse? I don't know. I it was cup of mouse. Either way, great. Cup of mouse to get a black eye. Cup of mouse. Oh. Cobamos. Yeah. Half rats. Yes. Yeah, some of these are going it. in my love back it. pocket for sure. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X929. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. Okay. Yes.
After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, fuck, they're going to say fuck. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.